0: What's poppin' internet? Welcome to another episode of the Synced Up Podcast, a show where we talk about news, games, and we sandwich a little fun in between. I'm one of your hosts, Timothy DeRoe, and joining me this week is a new co-host, the Isaiah Roberson, stepping in hey. for Michael Claire. How are you feeling about this episode?
1: Man, I am hyped. There's a lot of news this week, and I I'm know. so excited to talk.
0: It's so. quite fat. I know We got a bunch of stuff in here. We're going to talk about Twitch. Good oh and gosh. bad. We're gonna talk about <laughs> studio acquisitions and some studio acquisitions that have, coulda, shoulda happened. Also, Epic buys a mall for some reason, and we're gonna talk about that at the end of the at the end of the news section. But before we get into that, a little bit of housekeeping uh, for you. Um, so there is a special episode of the podcast that went up on Thursday with a special guest, Bob Buell from the 99 Questions podcast. We talked about our top five mm-hmm. favorite games of all time. Uh, Bob Beale brought some extra spice to the list. He was a joy to talk to. So much fun doing that episode. It's about an hour and 45, um, and it's just nonstop passion about the games that we love the entire way through. Um, and he he was funny. He was good. We, we will try to have him back on. So if you haven't watched that special episode or listened to it, um, go back and go ahead and do that because it was quite good um but if you're just here for the regular stuff obviously we're on youtube um so you can go to youtube.com synced up podcast if you want to put some faces to those voices you hear every week you can go there uh, give us a like a sub notifications the whole nine um, but if you don't want to see our faces or you currently see our faces and are tired of seeing it um you can go over to your favorite audio service and search synced up podcast and look for the blue and white logo also both uh Both feeds get updates of those episodes Mondays at 7 a.m. Central Time Zone, gang. You can also write into the show at synceduppod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or games, or just anything that you want us to read on the show, or we don't have to necessarily read on the show, you could just give us some criticism, that's fine too. Um, You can write in at synceduppod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at synceduppod to keep up to date with all of our content, whether that's impressions videos, which we haven't done in a while, but we're going to get back to it once games start coming out or if that's any other content like we did with Bob Buell um, or if we have any streams or anything you can you can uh, keep up to date with that on our Twitter so let's get right into the show so this one this one obviously speaks to you the most since you are the uh, the Twitch guy. <laughs> you, you do the most streaming out of all of us, I think. I know yeah, Mike a little bit, I, know, a little bit. I know Mike does some streaming but um, not as much as you do. So let's let's get right into it. So Twitch removes the Pog champ emote. This is a huge deal. This happened in the middle of the week. So I just got some tweets here from from Twitch and a man named Sean Plot um, so first and foremost, Twitch tweeted out a few days ago, uh, we made the decision to remove the PogChamp emo following statements from the face of the emo, encouraging further violence after what took place in the Capitol today. Um, Jordan, could you bring that up? I can't remember what exactly he said. I forgot to put it in here. Um, isn't it, just look up like PogChamp dude's tweet something. Find what he said. I want to I want to know exactly what that tweet was. Um, we want the sentiment and use of Pog to live on. Its meaning is much bigger than the person depicted or the image itself, which I agree, and it has a big place in Twitch culture. However, we can't in good conscience continue to enable the uh, use of the image. We will work with the community to design a new emote for the most hype moments on Twitch. Um, so that happened. That's a big deal A little yeah. bit unprecedented I mean PogChamp That's like one of the <laughs> biggest things People even say that Like IRL Just yeah, all the time 100% You know I know Mike says that all the time When anything exciting happens He's just like Poggers Yeah it's Even
1: like, like my roommate Like he'll like bust into my room And be like Hey Champ," And I'll be like <laughs>
0: Okay. You talking well, about Duggar? Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that, that's a weird... Yeah, bet. he
1: recently, like, learned, like, what that meant. And like, just, the lingo? Yeah, and now he's just, like, he just says it all the time.
0: That's funny. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> um, so, Sean Plott, a day later, tweeted at Twitch. He said, Yo, at Twitch. Suggestion for PogChamp, create a database of streamer and or general faces. Whenever someone types PogChamp, display one of those faces at random. Would give a really nice crowd feel to a chat spamming PogChamp and allow the meaning to be tied to all of us instead. And Twitch, uh, Twitch quote tweeted that and responded with, You know what? In the spirit of figuring out 2021 together, let's just roll with it for now. Get ready for a new PogChamp every 24 hours starting today. And they already showed a few of those, uh, obviously. yeah, Really exciting faces. You know, it's, it's cool to see. To see like other people getting highlighted in this thing and um, turning something so negative into like a more positive issue because oh, yeah, obviously did, did you find the tweet? Uh, bring it up so I, I can see it and the people can see it. Yeah. So uh, Gotex, he's the obviously the original POG champ guy. Um, he tweeted will there be civil unrest for the woman who has was executed inside the capital today? Or will the MAGA martyr die in vain? The video will be aired soon on ban.video video and resistance video And it sounds pretty gruesome PS big brother Twitter wouldn't let me post the URL So if you don't think big tech censorship is real, there you go um, He obviously said a couple of other things and I believe he was there too at the at the MAGA rally don't quote me on that um, but obviously Oh, that's an uh, important thing to talk about. I don't want to get too deep into it because this is a gaming show, but obviously in America, shit was happening on Wednesday and Thursday. Some crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, watching the news, <laughs> it was just you know doom scrolling, the yeah. classic thing that you do. Um, the Capitol was pretty much on fire. A lot of people's lives were in danger. I don't ever think violence is the answer in uh, pretty much any, any uh, area, but that's just me. I know people disagree with that, but... Um so that was real spicy and he was there. So Twitch has decided to separate themselves uh from him and just get rid of his face and start replacing it with other people. Um I guess that sucks for him, but I've heard he didn't like the image. I read that somewhere that he didn't like the Pog champ. Um
1: uh, I mean like I don't know, like I know from like my perspective like this like cuz I I I ended up streaming earlier today mm-hmm. and uh, one of my uh viewers used the Pog
0: champy mode and it was like a totally different person. And I was mm-hmm. like
1: what is all oh, yeah
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's it's cool to see that stuff because obviously it's a more positive and more community type thing, so hundred percent that that's exciting. There's some more streaming stuff though. this pertains to you maybe if you ever play a Capcom game, so Capcom updates content creation and streaming rules. This is by Kazuma Hashimoto at Silicon Era. Capcom has updated its content creation and streaming rules, laying emphasis on sharing of spoilers and commercial use of its intellectual properties. While the company is cracking down on these two issues specifically, streaming and the sharing of content on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube still remains permissible with some caveats. For example, Capcom mentions that content creators can still monetize their content through streaming platforms such as Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, within the guidelines and rules of those platforms. However, content creators are no longer allowed to limit access to content through paywalls. This includes the selling of new content or the requirement of a paid subscription to access said content. The official statement goes on to mention that all unofficial and unauthorized pre-release footage is strictly prohibited. That includes leaks of any kind. This is not limited to the distribution of in-game content from leaked copies of a game prior to its official release date. And additionally, third-party softwares or... Uh, Devices that circumvent intended protection of Capcom titles are strictly prohibited as well Capcom also goes on to mention that using Capcom titles to create video and or other content including mods That is illegal racist sexist prejudicial to sexual orientation sexually explicit disparaging uh, Promotes hate crimes or is otherwise offensive is not tolerated mods will be reviewed on a case-by-case basis Finally Capcom mentions that failure to abide by these new terms may result in Capcom taking action to have your video content removed so this is kind of half good, half bad, obviously. So, well, not ha- not half bad, half iffy. Um, so, the good thing here, this whole this illegal, racist, sexist, prejudicial, sexual orientation you love to see it. That's the type of stuff we're all about inclusion um, here and everywhere. I like to think, um, and it's it's all about being positive out there and of and course. and making sure you know everyone gets to enjoy games and everyone that that watches things um, gets to feel like they're welcomed into communities and stuff. Right. So that's a good move here. Um, where it gets a little iffy though, and I guess it's not iffy. This is. This is their, this is their um, uh, property, so they're allowed to do with whatever they want. Um, but this changes things for a lot of people here. This, uh, this uh, where you go, where you go, where you go. Um, content creators are no longer allowed to limit access to content through paywalls. This includes the selling of new content or requirement of a paid subscription to access the content. Um, so that is a big deal. So that, that makes uh, people who have Patreon videos that do Patreon videos mm-hmm. based off Capcom unable to make those videos now. Um, that makes people who, who do Twitch streams that are behind, like, subscription-only type things. Wow. Um, you're no longer allowed to do that with Capcom games. Um, that's a big deal. Now, I don't think this changes things for too many people, um, but I do think it changes things for some people. Because, like, if you wanted to stream Resident Evil 2, I think at the level that you are and we are now, we'd yeah. be perfectly fine. Oh, yeah, 100%. We're not big enough to be putting paywalls up. Like yeah. We need everybody to watch our shit, right? What if,
1: like, somebody like... <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, like Ninja or something like that. Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't. Yeah,
0: because be they, they, they'll be able to do their normal stuff and people could still pay them for watching it. But if they want to say, like, hey, this is a subscriber's only thing yeah. or this is a thing behind my Patreon, like, I know Kind of Funny does a lot of, like, their impressions audio feed is behind a paywall. If they do an impressions video on a Capcom game, are they going to have to make that available to everyone, not just. Behind the paywall, you know, that kind of changes things up a little bit. Um, and honestly, with Capcom doing it, I wouldn't be surprised if you start to see other, other game companies start to do this. To, slowly to re- cre- to, slowly cre- Yeah, to like crack down on all of this stuff because, <clears throat> I mean, they've, it, it's within their legal right to do so. And that really could change the landscape of Twitch as a whole to do that, to, for like all the game companies to do that. Yeah. And start putting, putting caveats like this. So just be cautious going forward with any streaming of Capcom games. It's, it's just worth noting. Um, otherwise, your your, uh, your video is going to get removed. But staying on the removed train, <laughs> Minecraft Earth is going to get shut down on June 30th. It will be removed everywhere, period. Uh, Microsoft's ambitious alternate reality game won't survive past the pandemic. This is from Igor at Engadget. A little over a year after bringing Minecraft Earth in the US, Microsoft announced this week it will shut down the game later this year. Minecraft Earth players have until June 30th, 2021 to play the augmented reality title before Microsoft shuts down its servers and it's no longer available to download from app marketplaces. Developer Mojang Studios blamed the coronavirus pandemic and all the changes to -to day-to-day life that have come with it for the shutdown. Minecraft Earth was designed around free movement and collaborative play, two things that have become near impossible in the current global situation, the studio said. Like Niantic with Pokemon Go, Mojang had tweaked the game to make it easier to play at home. Those changes clearly weren't enough. But if there's a silver lining in today's news, it's that Mojang plans to send off Minecraft Earth in style. The studio is rolling out one last update for the game. It says says contains changes to make your time in Minecraft Earth as fun as possible. Among other tweaks, the update does away with real money transactions and drastically reduces the time it will take for players to craft and build things within the game. It also offers players a chance to see all the content that Mojang was working on before today's announcement. We hope these adjustments will allow you to explore, craft, and build more while staying safe indoors, the studio said. Once June 30th comes and goes, Microsoft will delete player data on July 1st. If you spent money in Minecraft Earth at any point during the life of the game, you'll get a token that will allow you to download the Bedrock Edition of Minecraft proper to your mobile device. That is nice of them. This is sad to see, though. Obviously uh Pokemon Go was able to tweak because they have the player base for that. Yeah. Minecraft Earth kind of came out a little bit before the front of this damn thing, so like it 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 hasn't been that long. It didn't have time to grow to the to the level of of Pokemon Go. Yeah. And obviously living in the shadow of Pokemon Go means you'll never grow to that degree anyway. Um so whereas Pokemon Go was able to to tweak things to be able to 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 bounce back mm. and say like oh we can still do this we're gonna let you um you know do like the things with the spices and and some other stuff like that and tweak the spawn rates to make it where you can stay at home and still enjoy the game, right. Minecraft Earth uh, a little bit more difficult with the 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 dwindling player base, um so that kind of sucks but. It is cool to see that they are say, like, hey, you'll get Minecraft proper on your phone if you want it, um, if you spend any money ever, because we, we appreciate you. Mm. Um, and then, and you know, removing in-game purchases and all of this stuff to make it where, like, hey, for at least the last, because w- it's January, you got five months. For the, for the last five months of the game, just go crazy. Here's all the shit. We're releasing everything. Just do whatever you want. Just full send, guys. Yeah. Just full send. And that's cool. <laughs> that's cool to see, um, even though it sucks that it's getting shut down. I never got yeah. a chance to play it. Did you ever play it?
1: I have never even. Earth, Are you kidding me? So, like, <laughs> it kind of probably makes sense why it's shut down. I guess that's fair. Um, like, no offense to like you know the developers of this, of course. App, but like at the same time, like, yeah, uh, maybe could have did a little better job of promoting it. I'm, but... sur- I'm
0: frankly surprised you never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Minecraft Earth. It's just a Pokemon Go style game. You walked around, yeah. built shit, seen other people's stuff. It was kind of cool. Yeah, I feel
1: like a lot of companies try to like get to like that Pokemon Go like level status. Yeah, just, it's is just something about like the type of like things that they try to incorporate in their app that just can't quite yeah. get to the Pokemon You've Go level
0: stuff. You seen the Jurassic Park game, oh, the yeah, the Ghostbusters game. game? They both tried to to go in, and both of those are already shut down now. And yeah. Minecraft Earth getting shut down now too. So, seems like uh, Pokemon Go got a lock on that market. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there like a Harry Potter game? That was um, Harry, no. Oh, is it, hold up, Harry There's like a Harry Potter Pokemon like, Go game. No, I'm pretty sure that shit is out. Harry, uh, I'm pretty sure you did like spells and shit. I remember Joey Noel of kind of funny playing playing it. Uh, bring it up for us to see. It's like maybe Harry Potter, dude. (laughs) Probably Harry Hogwarts mystery. Is it still up? Is it is it still going? Okay, Harry Potter, Hogwarts Mystery. Got, go. I mean, I guess that also goes to show that Pokemon Go got a lock on the market because I just completely forgot about that game. I guess if yeah. you try to win
1: Guardian Lobiosa, then there's yeah. a game for you. Yeah, because <laughs> you
0: would like do like symbols with. It was weird. It was weird. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. I don't think I ever played it though. Um, so that sucks for Microsoft, but good on them uh, for them to be able to do all this stuff to help these people. Um, but let's stay on the Microsoft train a little bit while longer. Xbox survey asks players if they wish PS5 DualSense features were in the Series X controller. This is from Jordan Alamon at IGN. The survey sent to owners of next gen Xbox consoles is querying whether users would appreciate the features of the PS5's DualSense in their Series X or S controller. As reported by TechRadar, the console experience survey asks owners whether they think the Xbox Series X feels next gen. There's my burp and later asks whether they feel like they are missing out on the peripherals department. I'm aware of the features on PlayStation controllers that I wish were on the controller that came with this console. The question reads, this is of course referring to the PlayStation 5's dual sense, which offers adaptive triggers for simulating resistance and provides precise haptic feedback with the goal of increasing immersion in games. By comparison, the series X controller wasn't too much of a jump from last generation, despite the addition of features like a dedicated share button and textured triggers. Microsoft's interest in these questions would suggest that they are at least thinking about upgrading the next-gen controllers in the future to line up with Sony's offering in the current generation. While that line of thought doesn't necessarily promise changes in the future, Xbox has recent history a recent history of adding well-received features on other console controllers to its own. The Xbox One controller adopted a 35 millimeter jack partway through the last generation, for example. Um, so this is, uh, this is cool shit, because I don't know, have you got your hands on a PS5 controller? No, I haven't either. Okay, so um, honestly, we have it here you should just at least try it but yeah. the the playstation 5 controller especially when played with uh, astro's playroom which is the titular ps5 game that was it's installed on all the ps5s um just insane like the the feedback like feeling everything you can feel like the pitter patter of of astro's feet you can feel him walk on wood or grass or stone like you can feel the different type of textures well, of like metal it really makes you feel yeah I mean, like you're in the shit wow, and and the triggers like when you got a bow and you go to pull the bow the trigger like like, pulls back, like, really, like, you can, and you can feel it, it's super cool, you really should, uh, get your hands on it, we have one here, maybe, uh, Jordan can let you, uh, try it before you leave, um, it's so dope, like, it's the coolest thing, and for the Xbox controller, as much as I think that the Series X controller is, like, you take the Xbox One controller, and you just make it a little better, Mm. like, you know, don't fix what ain't broken type thing, just add a little bit of tweaks, a couple of tweaks here and there, It would be nice to have this haptic feedback shit because I think haptic feedback is like the next thing, and I think Trey also agrees with me. There's a couple other people I talked to about it that's like, yeah, haptic feedback is like the next next fucking thing, and Sony really locked it down here here at the beginning. And so for Xbox to at least be expressing interest in that is dope because if the Series X also had haptic feedback, like that's really just wrapping it all up for me as like the perfect thing. Imagine Outer Wilds, but with yeah, like oh yeah, that would be be cool. Oh, I love Outer Wilds, man. That's such a good fucking game. Oh, yeah. um, but hopefully we'll see something come of this. We don't know if we'll see uh, Sony actually, or not Sony, uh, Microsoft actually take this to heart. And if people are saying, Yeah, I want that, and they mm-hmm. actually fix this, if they want it for next gen, if they're gonna do the thing like they say here with the 3.5 millimeter jack partway through the last generation, maybe here in a couple years mm-hmm. they release a new Series X controller that has haptic feedback. Uh, whatever it is, I hope they, they take that and and they run with it yeah. because that's something that I think is 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 quite good. 100%. Um, especially
1: as a fox head i would
0: appreciate it <laughs> yeah that that would be nice um let's keep talking about microsoft though there's a little bit more here a little bit more for microsoft so they tried to buy nintendo and ea ahead of the original xbox launches from ali jones at games radar um they just laughed their asses off <laughs> I microsoft, too. and microsoft reportedly attempted to buy some of the biggest names in gaming including nintendo to create exclusive titles for the original xbox In a new report from Bloomberg, many of the people who worked on the console in the run-up to its release outlined attempts to acquire the likes of Nintendo, EA, and Square Enix. Having announced the Xbox in 2000, Microsoft was looking around for games for its new system and the developers who would make them. According to Bob McBreen, then head of business development, the first company we reached out to to buy was EA. That offer was met with a swift no-thanks. So Microsoft turned its attention to Japanese giant Nintendo. Kevin Baucus, director of the console's third-party relations, said Steve... Balmer, former Microsoft CEO, made us go meet with Nintendo to see if they would consider being acquired. Apparently, however, that conversation did not go well. Quote, they just laughed their asses off. Like, imagine an hour of somebody just laughing at you. That was kind of how that meeting went. Bloomberg's report also touches on unsuccessful attempts to purchase Square Enix, as well as Mortal Kombat developer Midway. The former told Microsoft that its asking price was too low, while the latter was still attached to its business with PlayStation. Eventually, it worked out for Microsoft. They would settle for Halo developer Bungie, creating one of the Xbox's most successful and enduring franchises. Can you imagine a world where Microsoft owns Nintendo? No. Because the gaming landscape today is just completely different. Because... That's right before the GameCube, right? The GameCube came out after 2001. Mm-hmm. Jordan, is that correct? Can you fact check me? Um, I believe the GameCube was 2001. So that was right before the GameCube. Would have been before the Wii. You wouldn't have. <laughs> you know, like that. All that would have been different. Um, so many good ass games. Mario, the Mario Galaxy games wouldn't exist possibly, or they would exist on the Xbox console in a different Whoa. way. What, what 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 year was it, Jordan? 2001. Yeah, sniped. Um, <laughs> So, like, the gaming landscape as a whole would be completely different if Microsoft bought Nintendo and EA. Because, like, EA yeah. is a giant, obviously. Nintendo is a giant, obviously. But Microsoft owning them would just be, like, the craziest shit. Yeah. Like, w- imagine playing the new, like, Mario Odyssey on your Xbox. Bro. Like, in 4K. <laughs> that
1: would have been crazy. Like, that
0: that would be a completely different world if, if this had went through. Um, can't blame them for trying to do it, though. Especially because Microsoft, their reach especially back in the day and still today, a lot of people don't realize this, but Xboxes and stuff sell like shit in Japan. They're really bad overseas. Their sales over there. The Xbox Series X a little more successful over there now, but that's just the product of the world and communication yeah. really expanding. So that's how that happened. But like in terms of sales and stuff, mm. the Xbox does shit over there. So making or trying to buy Nintendo or Square Enix um, is like that makes sense for them yeah. to try to do that. But, you know, if they had bought Square Enix too, bro, like what? the fuck like that would just be crazy it'd be a different world because square enix obviously makes a lot of you a lot of games that you love too Oh yeah, 100%. so like that really changes a lot of things yeah. that's crazy that's crazy
1: i can only imagine like imagine like dollar general just going like having a meeting with like walmart and it's just like hey let me buy you yeah because <laughs> nintendo like, was no.
0: big at the time that was after the 64 the gamecube that you got project dolphin rumored mm-hmm. currently at this at this point so which would have been the, the gamecube people who don't know um yeah i mean yeah (laughs) yeah, that's 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 pretty good um but let's let's talk about someone who actually bought someone so nintendo they bought the luigi mansion 3 maker next level games vancouver studio moves in-house after a decade of developing for nintendo this is by owen s good at polygon i choose to believe his middle name is so it's owen so good Nintendo has acquired Next Level Games, the makers of Luigi's Mansion 3, on Nintendo Switch, the company announced on Tuesday. Vancouver-based Next Level has developed seven titles, delivered seven titles published by Nintendo, going back to Super Mario Strikers for the GameCube in 2005, which is, by the way, fucking classic.
1: Oh, I love that game so much. It's
0: great. Terms of the deal were not disclosed. A statement from Nintendo said that a number of owner-directors of Next Level recently determined that the time is right for them to sell their shares. The company expects that a closer relationship with the studio will deliver an anticipated improvement in development speed and quality. Nintendo says the deal will close by March 1st. Next Level's Luigi's Mansion 3, which launched on October 31st, 2019, was a critical and commercial success, selling 7.83 million copies worldwide as of November. That's a lot of copies. <laughs> um so this acquisition just makes a lot of sense. It's one of those classic ones like why hasn't Sony bought um well, who's the dude the Persona dudes? A uh, A A A uh, a, uh I need to figure it out a lot. <laughs> a, dude, Mike would be beating my ass right now. 100%. <laughs> Persona 5. Who, who developed? No, that's the fighting game people. Arc System Works is the fighting game people. Help me out. Help me out. Who who, who developed Persona 5? Jordan, please. As we wait. Please. We're going
1: to figure out the Persona He's 5. He's getting people.
0: there. We're going. Who developed Persona 5? Atlas, Atlas, fuck me, dude. Oh, yeah, see, I, I, claim to, I claim to know all the video game shit. <laughs> and I can't even remember Atlas. Um, so, Atlas, like, why hasn't Sony bought Atlas is the classic thing. Um, and this is one of those also, like, why hasn't Nintendo bought Next Level? Because Next Level just makes their games. Um, so, this is an acquisition that makes sense. Mm. And hopefully, like they say here, an anticipated improvement in development, speed, and quality. That'll be nice to see. Obviously, I, did you play Luigi's Mansion 3?
1: I played it, like, a little bit. I haven't beaten it quite mm-hmm. yet. I think I've got, like, yeah. What is it? Is uh, I can't talk. Uh, pretty nice game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I liked
0: what I did play of it, uh, but I only played like fifteen minutes because the Luigi's Mansion is just not—it's not my type of game. Yeah. Um, so this is good to see. Obviously expected, and I will see the fruits of this uh, labor in a couple of years, two to three years. Until then. Epic Games decides they're going to buy a shopping mall. <laughs> Epic Games buys a shopping mall to convert it into a new headquarters. This news is by uh, news by Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. This week, Epic agreed to purchase the Cary Town Center, a 980,000 square foot size uh, just down the road. Uh, from its current home in Cary, North Carolina. The vast complex will become Epic's new home campus, which will open in 2024 after a three-year plan to refurbish and rebuild the area. While Epic will own the site, some of it may still be given over for use by the local community, the company said. If you want to take a look at how the largely empty Cary Town Center looks currently, there are plenty of pictures over on the strangely interesting r slash deadmalls subreddit.
1: Wait a minute. So you're telling me that Epic bought... A plot of land in Cary, North Carolina, and that's going to be their new course.
0: I mean, yeah, they were already in Cary, in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were already yeah, they- there because their current yeah, current home in Cary, North Carolina, they just bought the mall. So, they, they, they just, You know, <laughs> they're, they're taking the mall, and they're, they're, you know, they're like, hey, we're, and, and I guess this makes sense because, like, malls aren't really the shit anymore, and then the pandemic kind of, yeah. like, said, you know, malls, they kind of killed malls. Yeah. So, I imagine they bought that on cheap. Well, on the cheap to no, them, I mean, not yeah. on the cheap for us, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the cheap for them. You'll never catch me buying them all. Um, but I imagine it's they did that. Big. Yeah, uh-huh. maybe. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> but maybe they did. Uh, maybe they did buy it on the cheap, which I imagine they did. Yeah. And and this is gonna be cool, I guess. I heard somewhere that they're trying to turn it into like a cool like campus type thing, like the open to the community thing, like oh, a Fortnite nice. campus, basically. Oh my! So no, please, you know, you no. want to you want to go where we dropping boys? <laughs> <laughs> you know. If I, like,
1: shop and, like, the cashier does, like, the take the L dance on me, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. That's I'm getting funny. a
0: refund. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So I, yeah, there's nothing really to expect from this, but I just thought it was cool that Epic Games bought a shopping mall. That means they got that big money. Yeah. That big dollars. Um, <clears throat> but that's it for the news. Isaiah Roberson. Oh, yes. This week in gaming. This is, this is a section of the podcast. This next section here. section of the podcast mm-hmm. is the section of the podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about the historical releases and you guessed it this week in gaming. So we actually got some shit this week. The last few weeks by a few weeks I mean month mm. has just been dry in this <laughs> section. So we actually got some good releases here. So January 10th, let's start it off real nice with Legend of Zelda Minish Cap in oh, 2005. So this is a game, game that you played?
1: I've played that game. I okay, so like I haven't beaten this game, but like this is one of like the few like Legend of Zelda games where like I kind of like I play like a lot of, and it's, it's just a fantastic game.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, this is a classic. I played the hell out of it. You gotta love Minish Cap and its shrink down uh, little thing that they added. That's yeah. that's really good. Um, a year later, though, Yu-Gi-Oh GX Duel Academy. See, I was gonna skip over this, but you had this,
1: me. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh, man, bro, Yu-Gi-Oh on. I think this was on. Uh, Jordan might have the fact check me, but wasn't this on the uh, Game Boy Advance? Yeah, it was on the Game Boy. Yeah, the Game Boy Advance like era is. just... It's a good era, especially like my favorite games from that era. Like I remember, like playing this like three times, and each time I picked like the forgot I forgot the like like, Slifer House. Uh, dude, I don't even know what the I I don't remember, but there were like three houses that you can get into, and I like made my fire emblem, kind of something like that, (laughs) but like Yu Gi Oh, and it was fantastic.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, January 11th, Resident Evil 4 in 2005. Obviously, I talked about this on last week's episode about, I think Fielding was the one who asked the question. Maybe it was Lyle. I'm sorry, guys. But they asked the question about what game you bought the most, and Resident Evil 4 was was the one for me. This game's obviously classic. Can't wait for this shit to drop on the Switch. Because I'll buy it again. But I was a kid, I played this game, and.
1: It was okay.
0: It's I love Resident Evil 4. It's like one of the best games of all time, in my opinion, um, like objectively. And I also think, I mean, it's also in my top 50, somewhere around the 20ish area. Um, I really like it, and I can't wait for them to remake it. We just got Resident Evil 3 remake. Yeah. We're finna get Resident Evil Village, and I imagine next year we'll get Resident Evil 4 remake, which is what I'm really hoping for, because that would be nice. So. There's my second burp. Uh, In 2011, six years after that, DC Universe Online drops. I never played this. My
1: cousin plays this game so much. I know Greg
0: Miller got over a thousand hours in this game, but could not be me. Yeah, like MMOs aren't my jam. Yeah, not Ah. even slightly. Uh, Same year though, same day, Kingdom Hearts Recoded drops in 2011. So this is a you and trade joint. This ain't for me though. Kingdom
1: Hearts.
0: (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Uh,
1: Like this game, okay, so like. This is also another Kingdom Hearts, well, okay, I did beat this game, but it's not, like, one of my favorite Kingdom Hearts games, because mm-hmm. it basically, like, retells, like, the story of, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 and all that. Yeah. But it did, like, kind of add, like, a little bit of, like, spice to it, but, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. I mean, that it, t- uh, the Kingdom Hearts story. Convoluted makes no fucking sense to me. So I know everything, and if you wanna, don't <laughs> you, give me kingdom, or give you Kingdom Hearts one on one. I'm your guy. Wow, January twelfth, two thousand and three. Sim City four drops. Um, gotta love the Sim City games. I never played this one specifically. Uh, I was more of the herbs that was more me, you know, that was more my era and, and on the GameCube. Mm. Um, seven years later though, Army of Two, 40th day. You gotta love Army of Two. I don't, do you ever play Army of Two? No. Army of Two is such a classic. I think Jordan knows. Um, Army of Two, bro, going back to back with your homies, and you get, when you on split was it? That was split screen, right? Yeah, you go on split screen, you hit back to back, and then just be blasting all the dudes. I always remember the helicopter mission where you're like hanging from the helicopter, like down a rope, and you're like blasting all the dudes. <laughs> oh, dude, ah, Army of Two is so classic. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, well, yeah, of course. Going just uh, going back to back with your homies was the greatest. Um, January thirteenth, though, in two thousand and four, you got NFL Street. Yes, you got NFL Street, classic. mm, Some of the best soundtracks too.
1: Yes, fantastic.
0: Like NFL Street, um, NBA Street. What was the uh, what was the other NBA game that was not NBA Street? No, it was like I think it was called just like Street. Volume Two. No, that's NBA Street Volume Two.
1: Something like that. Like, could Yeah, NFL hmm. Street is. Oh, it's such a fantastic game. I mean, yeah. Like, of course, like NFL Street Two is like the better one. Mm-hmm. But like, you still gotta give it up for like NFL Street One. I know these are all like, classics. The satisfactory of like scoring a touchdown and then having like. Oh, I don't know, like Dante, Cole, Pepper, or like Priest Holmes. Just like take it, take it. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's my house. Like, oh, it's so iconic. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
0: those games are good. I, I could use for another one of these, man. Oh, I'm tired honestly, of Madden and shit, need, bro. Let me get one of these. Don't arcades. get me started with Madden. My- like I'm tired. I'm tired of these. I'm tired of these semi games. I want like an NBA Jam. Yeah. And NBA, dude. If if they release the NBA Street, dude. Oh my God. I'll play I, that. Yeah. So fast. 100. Uh. Ten years later, in 2014, Nidhogg is released. I prefer the sequel, but the original is also just as good.
1: Yeah. I never like. At first, it was like one of those games where I was just like, "And the car is kind of weird," eh. but yeah. But like when I played with my friends and we was just like, "It's getting hyped." Eh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna like, oh, oh, let me get over here. I'm gonna stab you. Yeah. <clears> on <throat> and then just like kept running to the other side. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Nidhogg
0: is a good old classic tug of war game, uh, yeah. reverse tug of war, and it's like so good. I, it's is a it? good. Is it, one it on-
1: free on like? Like it's that.
0: it's definitely probably free somewhere. I yes, bet Nidhog is on. I bet the Nidhog reboot is on Game Pass or something. January 14th there wasn't nothing of note that we had there, but in January 15th you had WarioWare Smooth Moves in 2007, obviously an iconic WarioWare game you ever played in the Wario Wars. Mm-hmm. Just like a Wario game just filled with a bunch of mini games. You got to okay. love it. Uh 2013 you get the DMC Devil May Cry reboot. A lot of people love Devil May Cry, not for me. Oh yeah, my but, buddy Darren
1: loves Devil May yeah, Cry. Yeah, it's an iconic. With a passion.
0: Iconic ARPG. In um, January 16th, you get the World of Warcraft Burning Crusades uh, expansion that dropped. A lot of people consider this my dad included the greatest World of Warcraft expansion to ever come out. So, um, and and that was the first one. So, and then after that, you got Wrath of the Lich King, and then you go on from there. Um, those those were like iconic times um, in games. But that's it for this week in gaming. I'd say it's pretty fire week. Oh yeah, There's that's a that's, lot of good news. Yeah, like all, pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Um, and but that's it for for all of that. Let's get into a game. So I'm gonna. I didn't do the initials trivia because I procrastinated and just got <laughs> stuck playing Minecraft. So I'm going to come up with a character in my game. And you're going to have to guess it, okay? Throwing oh, you on the spot right God. here. Okay. <laughs> Throwing you on the spot just for you, for you to embarrass yourself. So this um, is character, maybe. 20 questions. Okay. So in my head, I'm thinking of a video game character. that make it easier for you? So you don't got to be like, is it in a movie? <laughs> um, okay. So you get that head start. And I have the character in my head right now. And you got 20 questions to try to figure out who the character is.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, is this character part of uh, Nintendo? No. Nah. Character is not Nintendo. Um. Is this
0: character
1: affiliated with Mark? No. Oh. Okay.
0: You mean, is- by affiliated, you mean like exclusive? Yeah. Like, like someone like from Gears or Halo or something. Yeah. Like. Like Halo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Ooh. It's going to be tough. Um, I'm trying to put my thumb right under this little McDonald's logo. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're both wearing McDonald's Cactus Jack uniforms. Yeah. A friend of mine. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, yeah, we're I not sponsored, you. but a friend of mine came through with these. And this is like one of the most comfortable shirts I've ever wore. It's great. Okay. Is this thumb- character? Oh, uh, we got two questions.
1: Character part of a game that I have played.
0: Um, oh Yeah. I wouldn't do you dirty like that. Okay. I'll- uh, or if it was, I would at least make it a character that's like so well known. You would okay. Is this character in Smash? Uh no. Um that eliminates a that eliminates a bunch. But I mean most of those are associated with Nintendo, to be yep. fairly honest. Oh
1: uh, yeah. Um
0: uh, is this character What happened? Are you okay? You can't tell me yet? Okay. <laughs> okay. Look like some breaking news, but um, not gaming related. Okay, oh. so Okay. okay got four questions so I you got have 16 questions. questions left. Oh my god. Okay. Um, he's I'm he, stressing. I'm stressed. He's
1: stressing. My nose is sweating. I don't know if y'all can see it, but it's it's sweating. <laughs> oh my god. Okay.
0: Um Is this a Sonic? Ah, uh, yes it is. Sony. That's going to be a big five questions there for you. Is
1: this character related to Kingdom Hearts? Character is related to Kingdom Hearts. Okay. It like technically like it wasn't Kingdom Hearts. It's like technically. Uh, like, yeah, okay. like the. Yeah, the, but
0: like you would you would say Kingdom Hearts is a okay, Sony fair. like thing. That's fair. Okay, is it Sora? Okay, if you guess wrong, you lose. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't did. know. The, okay, okay. My bad, my bad. I'm gonna slow down. I'm gonna slow down.
1: Okay. Um. Is this character a female?
0: Uh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super familiar. Okay. Uh, is this? Let me pull my. Phone. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna, you, I'm ke- you, keep, you keep asking them. Okay. Is a character? Does a character have spiky hair?
0: Uh. Does the character have spiky hair? Yes. Um. Uh. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm not trying to cheat, guys. I, I gotta. L- I up. gotta look this up.
1: I have my hand up. Tonal
0: vision. I'm looking at character your Okay, this character is a female. Um, oh, okay. And then, what was the question you just asked? Um, no, you, you got it. You already <laughs> I, said I saw,
1: it. Uh, the character has spiky hair. No,
0: no okay. spiky hair. Um,
1: does female the character word? have pink hair?
0: Uh, no. No pink. Okay. Just, <laughs> Not sponsored. Not sponsored.
1: Okay, does the character wear a pink shirt?
0: Uh, I don't think so I'm gonna double check
1: Like a bunch of female characters That's 10
0: by the way 10 questions Okay I'm at
1: 20 You, got, t- 20? you okay. got 10 left um, So that's a big fat no No? Um, okay yeah,
0: The Definitive no on pink On pink shirt Okay so that takes out Kyrie Kyrie Irving?
1: <laughs> 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 oh my gosh okay so okay there's Aerith
0: there's Aerith Gainsborough of uh, Final Fantasy 7 oh
1: actually yeah um, wait that's who that is yeah oh it's her I didn't know she was in yeah like in the first game I know um, the Final
0: Fantasy dudes are but I didn't know yeah, she was
1: like she's in the first one uh oh I forgot her name I don't know she has like this like she's like,
0: Bro, I don't know the Kingdom Hearts um, stuff. Well, she was part of, like. <laughs> I played My Birth Feminist. by Sleep, and that's it. Oh, that's 100 percent of that too.
1: Wait, is this character? number I have no idea. Oh <laughs> come on, <sir. laughs> dude, please! <laughs>
0: I need to know. I, okay, okay, I'm I'm looking it up. Um, I'm doing it again. So uh, I'm looking at you. Uh, yeah, yeah, this character is. This character, is Birth by Sleep. Char- like I played them all, but I oh, yeah, Birth yeah. by Sleep is like the one that. Well, I haven't played three. Is
1: the character's hair blue? Yes. Is it Aqua? It is Aqua. Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aqua. Yeah, Aqua from Kingdom Hearts. She is Birth by Sleep. We did it, guys. One of the three oh, playable God. characters. Because you play as, is that Sora you play as? No, that's wait. the off-brand Sora, right? And then you. Wait. Yeah. <laughs>
1: wait,
0: hold up. Trey,
1: if you're watching this, hold I up. apologize for my man. Yeah, hold, hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. But yeah, you can, uh, for Birth by Sleep, you can play as uh, Ventus, uh, Vent- Aqua, and Terra.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Ventus is the off-brand Sora, yeah. <laughs> right. Hold up. Let me look at a picture of him. <laughs> I'm like look. he,
1: like yeah, he does look like him, but it's like,
0: but bro, that is off-brand Sora. You were no. not telling me. Look I mean, at okay. him.
1: Yeah, it does. Okay.
0: Bring it up for the people.
1: As as a person that's played all the games, I understand that that's off-brand Sora. That's a totally like look up different character. Birth by
0: Sleep, but and like, then just bring up the, the art. He's on the in, front.
1: It does look like Sora.
0: Yeah, dude. Like. I thought he was Sora the whole game. No. Like, the whole time I was playing until they say his name or something, I was like, wait, what? This is a different guy? Yeah. Click it. Click it. Zoom in on one of these. Give me, like, a (laughs) fool. Damn it. Like, like, you telling me that
1: ain't. I mean, like, technically, like, Sora's hair is, like. Like, look at him. But, like, Sora's hair is, like, brunette, or not brunette, but, like. Like Click that
0: game, that game right there. Click that one. Look at that dude. Look at that dude. Okay, the pull
1: up Sora. Pull up Sora. Look at this
0: dude. Come on.
1: Actually, wait. Can you look up like a? If you can just look like up both Sora. Of the characters, like both together.
0: Just look up Sora and then hit the back button.
1: Or, or that. Yeah, that's probably easier.
0: Sora Kingdom Hearts. Boom. Click him. He just got darker hair. um That's, a, that's basically the same dude. Uh, click, get, oh, man. Come on. Okay, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> so, yeah, it was Aqua. You got it. Congratulations. You didn't take a fat L, which For is sure. nice. This is the next section of the podcast, though. Uh, this is Reader Mail. You can get your questions read as well uh, by writing into the show at syncedupod at gmail.com. Or you can also, I forgot to put it in the housekeeping, join our Discord server. Um, and there's a link in the dis- uh, the show notes or the description on the YouTube video to join our Discord. And there's a reader mail su- suggestions uh, box there for you to send stuff in if you want. Also, we've been playing a lot of games with fans and stuff. Been playing a lot of Minecraft with Spencer, and we'll get into that. But let's get right into it. Fielding Dahmer writes in this week. Bonjour, homies. Which video game do you consider to be the one you are the best at? If you had a versus a random average or above average player, which game would be your go-to? Mine would be Rocket League. I'm a noob compared to a lot of players, but as a Diamond 1, I'm in the upper half of the bell curve. Fielding from Utah. So, I can't really do a one-on-one in Battlefield, but I would consider myself extremely good at Battlefield. I don't want to sound too cocky, um, but I was I was at the top of a lot of leaderboards in my state, and I was note in the leaderboards in the u.s um in battlefield 4 um but i was never at the top of the u.s leaderboards but i was in like the top 100 of certain stats because battlefield before used to have a career app you could have Mm -hmm. um and they would basically like kills with this gun or kills with lmgs or like all these different stats and i was high up there on a lot of those stats for that game so that was dope um, and so I would definitely This man is that.
1: flexing. This man is flexing. Yeah. But if I had a one-on-one,
0: <laughs> it'd probably be Smash Bros. I know a lot of the best players whip my ass. But as an for like an average player, like if you average every person that plays Smash Bros, I could probably kick a lot of people's ass. But only if <laughs> we got a badass over here. But only if you like pull everybody. If you pull like people who go to tournaments, I just get smacked on. I one and two, two and two. I don't. I'm not really that great.
1: He says, send everybody
0: on your left. <laughs> da, 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 da. Dude. All right, what do you got? What, what, what would you consider the game that you're the best at?
1: Um, so, like, I'm not really the best at, like, a lot of games, but, like, recently I've been popping off in Apex. Like popping off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, last season, or, so, like, okay, so like we're in season seven now in uh, Apex, and, like, in season six, I was almost uh, in, like, gold two, mm-hmm. which is very hard for a lot of people. But, like, now Gotta I'm kind of, like, it. I haven't played, like, I haven't played ranked like a lot, mm-hmm. uh, but I played a little bit last night, and I got to um, over one. I'm like slowly creeping back up in the goal. Yeah. slowly but surely. Let me take those. Take those. Oh yeah. Um,
0: but that's it. I'm 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 glad you're good at Rocket League fielding. You probably kick my ass. I'm terrible at Rocket League. Oh, Chance I is pretty am, good, but I I'm am bad. At I League. am bad. So Spencer <laughs> writes in. We got three emails from Spencer. You gotta love him carrying the reader mail section on his back. That's 100%. what we should call the Spencer mail. Spencer uh, supporting. Thank S- you. Spencer Trevett. Hey, yo, so I think I wrote this question in a few weeks ago. You did, and I did read it. I was going to include it this week, but you re-upped on it. And maybe it got glossed over, but I wanted to revisit it. If you remember, high school English class had a required reading essential novels that the professor felt pertinent to your English curriculum, i.e. Orwell's 1984, uh, Rand's Fahrenheit 451, I don't know why you'd be referencing you know those specific novels right about now you know there's no particular reason but okay i was wondering what your guys video game required reading list is um what video game does every gamer need to play in order to play uh, to appreciate the video game community it doesn't necessarily need to be your favorites but the video games that you feel carry the most impact i'm a little inebriated while writing this spencer t um so spence i would personally say there's a plethora of games on this list. A cup a couple uh, land in my favorites, first and foremost Portal or Portal 2, doesn't really matter which one. I think those are essential to understanding gaming as a whole. Um Minecraft is one of them nowadays it's the best selling game of all time. Yeah, um you want to turn the clock back I think Tetris is the go to. Everyone can oh, yeah. play Tetris.
1: My mom still plays Tetris to this day. Yeah, a dog,
0: <laughs> a dog can play Tetris. It really is simple yet c- as complex as you want it to be. Yeah. Um and it's a universal language, frankly. Um so yeah, Tetris, Minecraft, Portal, maybe a Halo game in here just to understand the legacy. Um, that's maybe if you're getting into games. It's a thing where like if 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 you're not interested in games, I don't know if like like Halo really like can mm. come out at you. But but if you're someone who's like not really known games really, and you're trying to get into them, and you have an interest in playing them, I think a Halo game, maybe possibly Halo Three, probably. But if you want to turn the clock back more, like Halo One or Halo Two, could be a, a good choice. Halo Two when Xbox Live came out. Yeah. Halo One, the original. You know, there's a there's a bunch of arguments to be made there. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't I don't know if I would consider a Pokemon game a required reading. Maybe oh, possibly 100%, the yes. first couple, uh, like Red, Blue, and Yellow.
1: Oh, Fire Red. Pokemon Emerald, Pokemon Platinum. Yeah, done.
0: Um, yeah, I I could see that definitely. Um, what what else other like now the other game? Gargantuan.
1: This might be a hot. I feel like game that would like impact and would like make you appreciate just like the quality of the game and like the. Like, if you
0: say Kingdom Hearts. No, not Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay. No, like Kingdom Hearts is too, like... <laughs> you asking people to
1: <laughs> to read, like, the deepest Shakespeare. No, but, like, if you want to, like, appreciate a game and appreciate what, like, the developers have done, like, with the game and all that, I think you should play Legend of
0: Zelda Breath of the Wild. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's that's, newer. it's like, newer. Like, yeah, it is newer. So, people but, might like, argue against that, but definitely... But I mean, it's a solid game. It's great. It's fantastic. Um, but if 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 you don't want to play, if you don't really think Breath of the Wild, you know, you could turn it back to Ocarina of Time, yeah. Mario sixty four, some of the first four years into three D. Um, so that that you have that there. That's cool. Um, really, I personally think The Last of Us, the original, is a required reading simply for what it's shown that games can be narrative powerhouses and can tell incredible stories. Yeah. I think the last was two hits that mark too, but I know a lot of people disagree with me there, so I'm not going to necessarily die on that hill. Um, but I, I think that really covers it in terms of of, of games that really would be required reading. I, I don't know. GTA Online could be one if you want to experience that because that's such like a th- like a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You could say Fortnite maybe because of how big of a thing it is and how much it grew the industry. Yeah. Like there's been a lot of arguments for a lot of things, but if, if you turn the clock back, you, Ocarina of Time, Mario 64, Tetris, um even Pac-Man Mabel maybe the portal games. This oh, classic man. stuff. Have you ever played Pac Uh no. Nah. You haven't
1: played Pac-Man World?
0: This sounds terrible.
1: Oh no, it was fun. It was like a RPG it was not like a was it RPG. It was kinda like an RPG. Wait, what? Yeah, it was like on the PlayStation.
0: This sounds so bad. No, it was actually pretty good. I'll look it up after this. <laughs> uh, Spencer writes in with two more. So he got what's popping? I'll just bombard you with emails as they pop into my brain. The question, uh, this question is what makes a game great for you? Is it the gameplay, the replayability, the soundtrack, everything combined? Skyrim is hands down my favorite game of all time. From the ambiance it sets to the many seemingly never-ending side quests. They are never-ending, by the way, Spencer, if you didn't know. But they just get generic. They, But they are infinite, technically. Uh, the game has so much replayability, and the gameplay loop never seems to get stale. What is your guys' favorite game of all time, and why does it top the others? This podcast is Boo Boo Spencer Rio Trivet. <laughs> so obviously, if you listen to, <laughs> 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 obviously, if you listen to the Thursday episode where I talked with um, Bob Buell, the lovely Bob Buell, about our top five games of all time, I talk about how uh, Final Fantasy VII is my favorite game of all time. Um and why it is so you can go over there and check that out if you if you uh want to listen to that um specifically on the what is your favorite game but what about you what what would you consider your favorite game of all time
1: my favorite game of all time uh some of y'all might not
0: not like my taste. what you about to say
1: um I mean like I would kind of base like my favorite game I'm gonna say games of all because I don't don't I uh, I can't talk Uh oh gosh okay sorry. My favorite games are like I base it on like replayability. Mm-hmm. And so like for me, like freaking like Sunset Overdrive, mm-hmm. fantastic. Like honestly, I think in like two days I'm finna like play that, like replay that again. Cause like I was playing I was playing a little bit with my friend um oh god. Oh my friend Ryan. And like we were just talking about just like how like the like the commentary that like each character has mm-hmm. is like funny and how like the music it just kind of like brings back like kind of like that punk like the yeah yeah. Kind of <laughs> yeah um but yeah there's that game um another game sorry now like y'all probably don't know this game but uh, uh custom robo oh Fantastic yeah Fantastic yeah. game I yeah. love that game he was playing that so shit when he was
0: playing animal crossing and he was waiting yeah. on stuff had <laughs> that up
1: oh i love that game so much it's just like i like it's it is an older game. It's old as shit. But like the like the combat, like with like the robots, and God. just like customizing like every it's, it's fantastic. it looks so bad. <laughs> I was like, watching you play it. I was good. like, bro,
0: this looks terrible. But I mean, you enjoy it. So, um, but for the initial question, what makes a game great for me? Um, I think one of the biggest things is emotional impact as one of the things that I think carries a lot of weight for me. Um, replayability, I do not give a shit about. Um, I, I, I think. That's okay if you care about that. A lot of people, you know, don't have a lot to buy a bunch of games. Like I can, I'm blessed to be able to buy like all the games every year, so I always have something new to play. But a lot of people are forced to play two games a year or something like that, so they need replayability to value a game. Which I don't. Is how I grew up. I don't necessarily need that. So replayability isn't something I value. But emotional impact is very important to me. Soundtrack is also not very important, but when there is a good soundtrack, it is something I appreciate mm. quite a lot. Right. Um, one of the reasons Final Fantasy VII is. My favorite game of all time so that's what makes a game great for me one more question from spencer Trevet here saw dudes uh, if i'm writing too much let me know you're not you're not spencer don't worry about it you carry this on your back you're the only reason is you're not the only reason but the majority of the reason why we always have emails And I'll cool it. If not, then great. My question this week is about gameplay mechanics. What is your favorite gameplay mechanic? One that keeps on grabbing you every time. Which one is the most interesting or unique you've ever played before? And which ones can you just not do without? Or which ones can you just do without? For me, my favorite has to be destructible environments. Um, I can't explain why it's so appealing, but being able to chip away at a barrier uh, or shoot through a wall is just so satisfying. As always, this podcast is boo boo. Love, (laughs) Spency T. It's here every time, huh? (laughs) <laughs> um so for me, Spencer, I think that gameplay mechanics. So one of, some of the most unique gameplay mechanics. Um, the gameplay mechanic that I thought would infinitely be ripped off into oblivion was the Nemesis system from Shadow of War games, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. That system was dope. And even though those games weren't that great, I thought that system was hella cool. And I thought everyone was going to rip it off from here on out. And no one did, which is surprising. So that's cool. Um, procedural generated stuff, I can kind of get behind a little bit. That's a mechanic that I that I can kind of get behind. Um, but not too much. You know, in Minecraft, it's fantastic. But in, in other games, like, it, it kind of, I don't know. I, I like that consistency sometimes. It, it really just depends on my mood, I guess. I'm completely contradicting myself. Um, I do agree on destructible environments, though. That shit is dope in Battlefield, being able to throw a charge on a wall and just, like, blow it up, and then, like, there's, like, four dudes on the other side of the wall that you kill, or yeah. you, like, destroy the last pillar on a building and bring the whole thing down and get, like, a tin bomb real quick, like, mm-hmm. it's just great to do that, like, that's some of the funnest stuff to do, um, but gameplay mechanics, man, there's just so much unique shit nowadays, it's hard, yeah. to, hard to, to tell, I'll tell you one gameplay mechanic I hate, uh, building in Fortnite, <laughs> I don't like that, um, <laughs> sliding in Apex, that's good, Oh man, sliding is a gameplay mechanic I can get behind. Anything that's speedy, jumping, jumps and slides and stuff, yeah. wall running. I like speedy. I like aggressiveness. So anything that's like that, I can get behind. Can't wait to try Ghost Runner because it has all that shit, right? Yeah. I'm stoked for that. But yeah, I don't know. What about you though? What what, what gameplay mechanics really jump out at you for the um, ones that you enjoy?
1: Now, like, I don't play like a lot. Well, I do play a lot. A lot of games are kind of like similar. Like kind of like how you were saying, like. With like Apex, like the sliding, like I love the sliding. Yeah. Um.
0: he's sliding everywhere. Yeah.
1: I think like, like especially like with Apex, I kind of like sliding down the hills. Yeah. I kind of like the the like the diversity of like what every character can like kind of do. What, um. Uh, character abilities. Yeah. But, Like my favorite would probably have to be um Octane because mm-hmm. he has like this ability where you can uh, throw out like a jump pad and you can like jump on it and then double jump and mm-hmm. you can get to like. Wait, higher. he can double jump now. Yeah. Fantastic. no oh, he can't do that before. Oh yeah. That's nice. Yeah, they added that in, like, the second. It was a recent patch. Um, and then also Horizon. She has an ability where uh, you can, like. Who the like, fuck is that? Horizon? <laughs> <laughs> Don't explain. Just roll on. <laughs> but, uh, she's a new character from uh, Season 7. And basically she can, well, she has two abilities. She can create, uh, she can, like, change, like, the gravity. Uh, am I right, Jordan? Like, she can change, like, the gravity of, like, a certain area. And, like, creates, like, this, like, pillar. Where you can, like, go up into the.
0: He has a, throws out a little machine that shoots up your gravity.
1: Yeah, and then she has, like, this so other George ability said. where, um, you can, uh, forgot what their little, she throws, like, this little, like, mechanism thing, like, in this area, and it creates, like, a black hole, mm. and it, like, sucks everybody in. And usually, like, what, like, the, what all the TTVs and everybody else do, <laughs> uh, the they, TV. like, they, like, use her ability to, like, uh, go up in the air, they throw out the, uh, Little black hole thing, and then they just like throw grenades like out the cheeks, and just like <laughs> people just like get just clapped by like arc stars, and, um, and yeah, if you're
0: stuck, yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, singularity. singularity.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. And I guess to like keep it on the <laughs> apex train, the thing that I hate the most. <laughs> like I guess like concept wise is caustic's gas yeah I hate that so much you you can't see anything even if you have a caustic on your team you can't see anything it's just like ridiculous like the only way you can see somebody is if you have like a digital threat yeah
0: which is just so that's lame that's it for the reader mail section thank you to everyone who wrote in Spencer and Fielding we appreciate you thank you Um, also I don't know why I said also (laughs) what I meant to say was the next section of the podcast a phrase I like to say so much the what you've been playing section, um, this is where we talk about the games we've been playing obviously, and I just been playing Minecraft, uh, kind of shocking. Getting
1: back in Minecraft.
0: Yeah, we were talking about My- Michael talks about Minecraft in our last uh, bonus episode with Bob Buell, um, and I was like, you know what, I think I want to play Minecraft, so I texted Chance and was like, hey, let's play some Minecraft, and we started <laughs> a-, a realm. And we've been playing Minecraft for like five days. And we got like a village going. I'm, it's been popping off. I've been playing so much Minecraft, it's kind of like reinvigorated my. I feel like you do own. this
1: like every year. Cause I remember like last year you have like We you always do a of, server, but yeah.
0: It just it usually doesn't come around until like June or July when everyone's not busy. And you I know. didn't expect it to come around anymore because you know everyone's kinda out of college now. So but it's just like it caught me off guard. <laughs> and I'm so I'm like in on Minecraft. I completely dropped Iconfell and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying Minecraft. I've been building shit. Great. What about you though? What you been playing?
1: So I've been playing like two multiplayer games and then two single player games. The mm-hmm. First multiplayer first multiplayer, of course, Apex. Um playing it with little boy, Ryan, you know. Gotta love it. Um second uh multiplayer game, Grid.
0: Oh, that's a good I'm one. Playing that. I played it when it very first came out. Yeah. I need to get back to
1: it though. Yeah, like when I first played it, like it was very glitchy and mm-hmm. whatnot. But like after like I got my, my Xbox oh, or Cave. Small shout out, thank you Willow Gang for oh, yeah. giving me that. I we, appreciate you yeah. guys. Um, but we yeah, grounded like oh, it's it's so much better to play. Mm-hmm. Like the bugs aren't like glitching out and like whatever. Yeah, because um, I played it like day one. Yeah, and it, yeah was it was rough. <laughs> yeah, it
0: was. glad it's good though. that yeah, is good now. I'll fantastic. I'll come back no. to it when the full release.
1: Oh yeah. Um, the okay, the first single player game that I've been playing, Rancher.
0: Oh shit, that's Yellow. a classic. You been yeah. playing that? Yeah, I'm playing
1: it. I'm at. I think I have like the honey uh the honey slimes now mm-hmm. um and then i recently got into the uh the other world where you can get like the saturn yeah uh, yeah 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 and that's yeah that that's was, a fun game yeah like the thing that like kind of tripped me out was there's like these like fire tornadoes mm-hmm. that happen and i was like oh i got to get out of here <laughs> please don't hurt me <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i think Kylie would like that game oh yeah 100% i think she might yeah she'd love that game um and then the last game that I've been playing is Immortals: Phoenix Rise, which
0: I like a lot. Yeah, I also, like it a lot. Shout out to I my
1: boy Ryan for buying that for me. Really appreciate. Yeah, you. I didn't. Uh,
0: didn't never finished it, but I really did enjoy that game. Yeah, I'm on like the second world. I don't know if you've. I don't have yeah, watch. yeah, I I got, cause you can go wherever you want. So I did yeah. some like Aphrodite stuff. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if that's what you're doing right now, but I got off the main island, did like the first area, and then I went to do like some Aphrodite stuff, and that's as far as I got.
1: Yeah, I'm just on the first area. I went back to like the. I guess like the tutorial area and mm-hmm. try to like finish like everything, but I guess because I don't have certain abilities. I, I can't but, like. But
0: you can't cheat some of those. Yeah. Are you talking about the one where you go under and you're, it's like under the mountain? Yeah, yeah. And then oh, you can beat that one without the ability. Okay. Yeah, up at the top. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's in the tutorial I mean, island. It's a tutorial yeah, island. Yeah. Up at the top. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of stuff like this. It's very Breath of the Wild in this sense. You don't have to complete it like regular, mm-hmm. like how they want you to do it. Mm-hmm. So up at the top where you had, there's rocks up there that you put on buttons up there. You can finagle it where you slowly climb down the mountain on little spots that you can stand on and move it down to where it's within your magnesis range and bring down two of those big-ass rocks and then squeeze them through there and put it on that button, it will complete the puzzle. <laughs> That's what I did. Okay. <laughs> it was really cool. Now I know. Now <laughs> i got to play this one. So I, I don't know what home. the ability it is that you need, but whatever it is, I didn't need that shit, son. You ain't stopping me. <laughs> yeah, so I love that. We got God Gamer Tim over here. God Gamer Tim. <laughs> that is a fun game, though. I very much enjoy it, and I would like to get back to it. But you know me. I don't get back to things, so. How I do it, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it for the show this week. Pretty good. We finally had some news. We finally wow. had good games in the in the weekly releases. We had mm-hmm. some good emails. You didn't take an L on the twenty questions. <laughs> it's your inaugural episode of the Synced Up podcast. We take
1: those, yes, I'm which is happy. great to be here. Thank.
0: You. Of course, Mike is uh, visiting family right now, mm-hmm. um, doing some stuff as like as like a Christmas gift for his mom and stuff Like we miss you we do miss you Um, we'll see you on Tuesday so he's gone so Isaiah's here filling in I think he did a good job obviously Thank you. He Thank we're, you he was stressing before this <laughs> I was a was, little was, bit was very much stressing <laughs> and I think at the beginning of the show he was a little rough there but you you got it by the end right. which is nice um so if you like Isaiah, if you think he's enjoyable, you can you can go over to his Twitch. Oh yeah. What's the Twitch?
1: Twitch.tv slash it's underscore Zay 15.
0: That's Z A I fifteen. Yes. Um if you if you uh in, enjoy Isaiah, you can find him over there streaming. He's he's streaming uh Nuzlocks and all kinds of shit like that. Yeah, or, we've
1: been playing Pokemon uh we're doing a Pokemon White Nuzlocke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, recently like my com- laptop has been kind of like messing up, so yeah. like I haven't been able to stream like as long as I want to. Yeah. But I think I fixed the problem, so Hopefully. we're gonna
0: be on and pop. I have to do some upgrades with the tax season. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So yeah, if you enjoy Isaiah, you can go over there and uh, support him over there. Maybe he can get some good followers. Give him some subs or whatever. Oh, yes. Upgrade your equipment. That'd be nice. Um, obviously, uh, follow him on Twitter. He's. He, I think. I think you follow. Do you follow the synced up Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You can find him in yeah, there. Was that Beast King twenty fifteen? No. Now he's still like it's day.
1: No. <laughs> That's only my gamer tag on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. We're no longer the Beast King, but you enjoy him. You can go over there and find that stuff. Obviously, find us on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash Think Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Even if you're in the audio feed, think of a uh, think about hopping over and giving us a like and a sub. Just make those numbers go up. That'd be real nice. I know. Yes. I know Spencer does that every week, and we very much appreciate him for it. Thank, Thank you, you Thank you, Spencer. And it's it's been fun. Oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, I, I, Minecraft. We've been playing with Spencer and Lyle. Hopped in the server a little bit. We've been playing with some fans, which is fun. Um. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter at Synced Up Pod at Timothy DeRoe, The whole jazz, all the nine. We'll be back next week. Chance Rayner will be joining us next week. Ooh. He's he's up from uh, from where he lives in Texas, and he's he's gonna be up here for a couple of days. And so we thought we'd have him on because y'all heard so much about him. Oh, that's gonna be fun. And he did the call in. He called in, I think, one episode of the podcast, and he mm-hmm. called into the stream uh, once, oh, yeah. which was which was really tight. So. I um, mean, he was off, uh, also on the Last of Us 2 spoiler cast that we did. And I think the Final Fantasy VII one as well. I can't remember. But y'all know Chance, he runs, he runs the Twitter. So he'll be on next week. Get excited for that. But until then, we will see y'all in the next one. Later. Goodbye. Ooh.
1: Oh. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Just run that intro, bro.
1: What's popping internet? it's your boys hey i'm taking over i'm taking over this podcast
0: i'm Ah. calling the police (laughs) all right let's do this all right